Welcome, everybody, to another Angry Wargamer podcast. I am your host and returning host, <laughs> Jason the Angry Wargamer. We've got Drew and Lando with us tonight. And How's it going, everyone? There you go. <laughs> yeah, so um, obviously everybody noticed that I wasn't here uh, last week. Um, I Obviously, the surgery and stuff, I still have a hard time talking. Uh, I don't know if you guys can tell. Um, but yeah, it's getting better. So, um, that's the good news on this side. I've just been doing a lot of painting and just chilling. So I can't really do much else. And I've been drugged to high hell. So <laughs> can't ask for anything more. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Right. I am that good shit. Yep. Exactly. So, um, I already told you guys, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't listen to the last podcast, so I don't have anything to really comment on. <laughs> I'll get around That's to it fine. eventually. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So we got a fun filled episode this week. Um, a lot of stupid drama bullshit. Not really drama bullshit, but, you know, it's people doing stupid shit. And um, more scalper talk. Just some updates, it looks like. Doesn't look like anything too crazy. So, no, pretty chunky. So, I mean, we got topics galore. Yeah. I mean, there's some awesome news for a game that's being announced. And I swear to God, like I said it to you guys, I have this like touch where like I want this to happen. And then like two months later, it fucking happens. (laughs) This thing, I think it was within a month of saying it, maybe a couple weeks. (laughs) Well, what was it? It was the zombies ate my neighbors coming to the oh, switch. Yeah. I literally. Was... What happened? No, I was going to. I think that was like two, three podcasts ago. Was it on the podcast? I swear I remember like texting Drew at some point and going, I need to find a Super Nintendo and zombies ate my neighbors. <laughs> and then like it was like two or three weeks later he sends me the or he sends us the zombie ate my neighbors and ghoul patrol coming to the switch did they put a release date for that uh it's in june sometime even better i'll have time to play it congratulations <laughs> i miss that game man i really do like I, I at first like when i played it originally i thought it was hard as shit and it might still be hard as shit but i think i'm and a better mindset to be able to play it. But I remember the big fucking zombie babies that would fucking chase you like through the yards and shit. Like <laughs> this is fucking crazy fun. And you had a water gun. You didn't even have a real gun. You had a water gun that you had to shoot people. Well, of with. course, you're going to give a, f- a 10 year old kid a fucking pistol. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> the whole concept was cool. I hope they don't fuck up like the graphics like they try to update do some update graphic shit and they just release the original game. I think that'd be cool. And yeah, I mean, that would be fair enough. If they like polished up the pixel work and everything, I think that would I think it would just be fine. I don't think they need to do any more than that. Exactly. Don't give us a, a Link's Awakening and just give us the original game. I have been playing a lot of Bravery Default, though. Um, I think I'm almost done with it. I, I'm i in the part now where you have to choose the different towns to go to. And once you go to that town, you can't leave that area until you've solved that 
mission. I'm in. I'm going into my second town out of the three. So, um, yeah. Once uh, me and Drew kind of talked about it. Once once I'm finished with it, we'll give like a whole fucking full spoiler like review of it. So, but I've I've done put in a lot of time into that game so far. It's super fun. Like it's everything an RPG has ever asked for, in my opinion. Yeah, the job system, the job system's the funnest because. So the hard when everybody was complaining originally when the game dropped about the grinding and how grindy it was like, yeah, you have to grind it, but it's just an RPG, but there's extra grinding because of the jobs. And the funny thing is, is like every job has something cool that you can put on to something else. Like I always fall back on my my original, like not my original party, but like the party I'm more comfortable with playing. And it's the party that, you know, the basic standard mage healer uh tank and some damage type right sorry i'll be drinking a lot of water this episode just to keep talking <clears throat> feels like i have like a lump in my must and all right it feels like i got like a lump in my throat where like my incision is with my scar they put the fucking scar in like the folds of my neck fat and it's like in a weirdest weird fucking spot i don't know <laughs> anyway um but like so like the there's one job called the Beastmaster, which has an ability that you can have all the time called MP Saver. And you're like, well, why wouldn't my healer want that? So then I have to level her in the Beastmaster class to get the MP Saver. And then the Red Mage gets another one, MP Regen. And it's like you have to level these different classes to get these different abilities just to make the other classes like a thousand times better than they would be. It's pretty cool. It's it's fun because like you have to like you have to take your time and kind of go back or you there you can rush your way through if you're only trying to level like one person with a different class, sometimes two people, but even like the sub job that you get, you still kind of have some you can still go through the current like story like part of it and level everything. But then when the boss comes, you better you know, have your shit together. Otherwise you're going to be going into the boss fight, like completely like unprepared. So any thoughts on that, Drew? I'm pretty solid with it. <laughs> no, you, you're right on the money with that. And once you start getting into uh, the, once you start getting, once you get to the later game stuff, um, you, you're going to really notice uh, a, a, um, God, I can't think today. A uh, uh, difficulty spike. So, just yeah. be aware of that. And and not all. And it's all optional stuff, but it's stuff that is really, really fucking cool. So it's worth it to have. And like everything's relatively difficult to beat. Like the, the, I've never felt overpowered until I got to the, the 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 very very end where I did a lot of my optimized grinding and job grinding at that point things just kind of fell into place and it wasn't I didn't even have a lot of the super weapons at that point but it it's it I felt I felt the, the correct amount a correct amount of stress every time I walked into any of those boss battles and then once I figured out you know a shortcut to a couple of different things it definitely streamlined the process yeah, I think you played it on the story difficulty, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you you played it on an easier difficulty than I'm playing on. I'm fucking I'm 
I'm kind of kicking myself, but at the same time, I'm like I'm enjoying it. So it's like, you know, keep kicking my ass. I I like this. Like this is good. <laughs> I had to like clean out my entire stash just to fill in for like 99 ether, 99 phoenix down, 99 x potions, just to be like I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Some of my boss fights will take. Uh, I think I spent like close to an hour on one of my boss fights. It was the bard fight because I couldn't figure out the bard. So I spent I spent close to an hour and that was early on in the game. Like now I'm already like fucking what 15 different classes in like jobs in and um some of them now still even take a good half hour 45 minutes to play through on the fights. They get intense, man. They get like super super fucking intense. So, well, especially the difficulty that you're at because nor uh, normal difficulty and hard difficulty the bosses don't fuck around. They know how to use the the Braven default systems, and they will and they will uh, adjust accordingly depending on how you interact with them. Mm-hmm. Unless you have some like super OP ability, they're going to find a way to work around your uh, your defenses and things. Like if you get too turtle shelly, they'll they'll start debuffing you if they have that ability. Um, if you use a lot more healing than you need to, then they'll just start, they'll start trying to alpha strike your characters or kill off your more squishy characters just because, because there is aggro in the game. So you can, you can piss off uh, an NPC enough to start one shotting your healers. Then things become kind of problematic for you. So you have to be aware of that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. I'm currently going through the assassin right now. This is like, this is towards like the end game. And the fucking assassin—I don't even know—it's called assassin. Um, I don't even know the name of the title, but she's basically like the character is an assassin. Like she tried to kill a diplomat, and um, dude, she like she literally one shots my mage, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So then I change his class and put his subclass as like the mage. She still one shots like every character that I have, and I'm like, okay, what am I doing wrong? So. This is the first time I actually had to go to a guide to be like, how do I beat this fucking character? Like, what am I doing wrong? It turns out that, like, my whole party is not optimized for that fight at all. I have the my tank who does a little bit of damage with the thief backup. And I have my berserker who's who also has the freelancer backup just so I can get the examine off. And um, she has a built in counterattack, but it's not a normal counterattack. Like you hit her. She kills you. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like like that's the built-in counterattack. I'm like, holy fuck, what am I doing? <laughs> so like that's where I'm stuck right now. I haven't I haven't played it in a couple days, but I'm definitely in the, the process of grinding to fix the party so I can actually get through that fight. But have man. you got the alchemist have you got the alchemist character yet? The Arcanist? No, Alchemist. No. That's the one who who lets you uh, um, optimize and ma- merge uh, items into greater effect. Yeah, no, I don't have that yet. I have the Arcanist, the zombie guy. I had to fight him. You have to go through three boss fights with that fucker. <laughs> like, full-on three legit boss fights back-to-back-to-back to back to back with that one guy. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. I got, I got he's, him. He's yeah, he's a fucking cocksucker. <laughs> But uh, okay, so I'll tell you this because you could you could have done this the first time around in the Snow Kingdom, with mm-hmm. the uh, with that huge ass uh, um, weird 
peak and everything just yeah. outside that uh that city there's a smaller snow town that you can go to to get the get the alchemist uh class it's fucking delicious and it has a built-in um uh, ex- uh examine all ability that you get at, at the earlier levels Ooh, what the fuck where is it i see it on the map they're like like back to back on each other right yeah, I don't have no idea to, how to get to it. I've been trying to get to it forever. I thought that was where the um, because you have to kill uh, Jorman Jorminger for one of the side quests, which I haven't done yet because he he's way too powerful, way too strong for what I'm trying to do right now. He's a side quest, but I thought that was the peak where you had to go up where you meet uh, Galahad at the at his sister's. Uh, we're giving away a bunch of shit right now. <laughs> Galahad sister's uh uh fucking grave like that's I, that's what I thought the other town was I don't have I have no idea how to get to the other town I've been like walking around that map like left and right and I can't figure out how to get to that town fair enough um I would I'd recommend that you uh, look online it'll show you where to go from the one town to get to the other yeah well I have to get through the fucking um do the assassin first because I can't leave the town now. I'm stuck in this area. So grind as much as you need to. Oh, I know. <laughs> it just sucks that I'm in a low level area because I went from the I went from the second highest, the third highest area to the second low, like the second highest area. So I went down in like mob difficulty and I'm just flying through these mobs and I'm I'm literally using the food to like try to get as many like combo fights in to get everything raised faster i'm like jesus christ this is making me use everything i like learned in this game just to fucking level right now so is that the markings of a good game though no it is it definitely is i just it's weird that it region locks you into this into the lower level area until you beat the story part of it yeah, that's the annoying part about doing those the 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 three uh, the three town uh, quests later, is you do have to f- fucking deal with that shit before you can move on or like, uh, like if you need to get something specific from another town for another class, you cannot town hop because the uh, the the horseman's not there to take you there anymore. Yeah. And that's one of the things that always pissed me off about it. It's like, okay. The, the 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 big boss gets uh, uh, uh gets a fucking airship eventually and you can't you're telling me that out of all the bravely default games you're not going to give me a fucking airship for the latter part of the game <laughs> uh, like it's, it's almost integral to move around the map because like yeah the horse the, the 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 wagoner is nice but he doesn't he's not fast if i if i have an airship i'm moving around the map and i can get where i need to without having to worry about you know having to stop you know what i'm doing backtrack to a fucking town then talk to the, wa- the 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 carriage master then go to a fucking different town with him like yeah it's nice and all but how about you just give me an airship yeah but the air and the, the funny thing is, is the areas that you always need to travel to are nowhere yeah. near the town so you're on the opposite side of the map from the town what what do you think this is final fantasy or uh yeah. skies of arcadia skies of arcadia <laughs> had, a, had an airship <laughs> No, but, exactly what but but the areas you have to go to are nowhere near the towns. So like you have to backtrack back to the town because you were already halfway across the other side of the map. So you have to go back to the town, run your happy ass through there. If everything's not running away from you, you're getting into a bunch of fights or uh, barely evading fights at that point. 
go talk to the guy. He takes you to the, to the to the other town that you have to go to. So that's quicker. But then the area you have to go in that area is on the opposite side of the map anyway. So like you still have to run all the way and like waste a, a shit ton of time. Everything you have to do outside of the like the beginning story parts of every town are far away from the town. <laughs> At least you agree with me then cuz that was always yeah. a piss that to me always pissed me off about the game. Like this is a gorgeous game. Everything's working really well. And then that glaring weakness. It's like, really? Yeah. If, if they would have put shit a little bit closer, like, um, was it Winswood? Oh, fuck. I can't remember the name of the town. It starts with the W the, the, um, the one with the, uh, the earth zone. Wiswald. Wiswald. Um, like Wiswald, they put some of the dungeons pretty close. The problem I had with that is that I was in the last dungeon where you fight the arcanist way earlier than I was supposed to be. Like, I'm like, why am I struggling through these fights? I don't get it. But I mean, it was great because I was leveling really quickly and then it, it did help a little bit. But you can go into this into every area. It doesn't stop you from going into these dungeons Like you can just go into them and then you, you don't know until you get into that first fight. and You're like, why did I just fucking die to like some random skeleton? Like the fuck? <laughs> but like some of the dungeons are close, but a lot of the shit is like across the map. So one of the things that they give you as a hint, if you're in an area you shouldn't be, is the um, the monsters will have an aura around them. I think it's a red aura, and that oh, should yeah. tell you that you shouldn't be there. I didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> what? I, I never paid attention to that. I was just fighting these guys and leveling really fast. I was like, fuck, these fights are hard. Like, what the fuck? You want to know how you can tell... How to avoid enemies in Ninja Gaiden 3 <laughs> when they fucking murder you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know. Well, I mean, I was struggling, but I wasn't dying. Like, <laughs> 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 I mean, what can I say? Like, when you're good at RPGs, you tend to be good at RPGs. Like, you're like, I'm. why am I struggling? Like, I don't understand. And then, like, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. Like, let's go back to the town. And then you find out you're in the wrong, completely wrong dungeon. <laughs> So, no, I'm having a ton of fun with the game. I just, like I said, there's a few issues with it that I'm having so far. But other than that, like, it's 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 a really fun game. So we'll, we'll like we'll give it the full spoiler outside of what we've already fucking spoiled for everybody <laughs> when I'm done with it. So exactly. it'll be amazing and we'll gush over it and everybody will be happy. God, we'll probably so we talked about week was. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll 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 probably spend the whole podcast just fucking talking about that one game. Fuck. There's just so much good with it. <sighs> anyway, at least you enjoy it. That's all that matters. I know, right? So, how was your week, Orlando? Uh, aside from some weird bullshit that's happened that we talked about in private at work, uh, other than that, it's been okay. Just mostly been trying to get back into drawing, and uh. So far, so good. Practicing different, uh, different aspects of art, from landscapes to uh, to character concept art, which is really good, considering that uh, pretty terrible at it. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, though, right? Exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. I got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, being terrible at something is the first step to eventually being slightly good at something. So keep on at it. That's exactly the. That's exactly at it. I actually just had a conversation about art, or not really art, miniature painting, 
with somebody and how I felt like how some of the people talk about some things and like our gatekeeping. Like if you're like when when you show me art, like it's like say like you went to go paint a miniature Orlando, right? And yeah. I understand like you haven't been painting as long as I have, like but you're super excited about what you did. What good does it do me to be like, oh, that looks like shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you're excited about it, I'm excited about it because you're going to get to where I am just if you put the time in. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's more to it than that, really. It's because there's, you know, there's this the, the stigma of if you're always looking at other people's work and you compare it to yours and then you try to compare how much time you've put into it, you might think that you might never, ever get good or that the fact the, the problem with it is that if you don't if you put in a certain amount of time, you should not be thinking it that it should equal that's how no, that you deserve uh, reaching a certain skill. And that's not the case. If you haven't made it there yet, then you need more time investing. You need to invest more time into practicing but, no matter but that's what. But the, that's the if, personal. If you, if you haven't reached the skill in the time that others have made it, it just means that you need more time and more skill. Nothing more to it. It's the it's the delayed gratification that a lot of people just don't have, just don't want anymore. They want the instant gratification. And I'm at this point, I'm just like, I just want to get there. Yeah, but see that you're just you're describing the personal hurdle. I'm talking about the out, outside hurdle. Like when you show us the drawings that you've made, like what good does it do me to criticize you? You know, see what I'm saying? Like, I mean, if it was any other person, uh, I would get you. But with me, you could always just do it as a fucking joke. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though. Like, but like, there's there's things I appreciate, though. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if you like, if you're genuinely excited about something that you created, it does me no good to shit on you, and it doesn't do you any good either. Like, if you're excited about it, then I should be just as excited as you because you just overcame something that you have been working on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's like that's the conversation I had with somebody, and they're just like, "That's such a good point." I'm like, "Exactly." Like the second you start shit talking somebody, you're literally gatekeeping, which is what you've been like talking about not doing for the, like God knows how long. You're like, "Oh, I don't gatekeep. I don't do this," but you're literally doing that because if I shit on you for something you're doing in the hobby, how's that going to make you feel and want? Like you're not going to do anything in the hobby if one aspect of the hobby you're getting shit on, the whole hobby's screwed. Like that's just how I feel about it. Fair enough. It's true, though. It's true. <laughs> I said nothing wrong. <laughs> anyway, continue. Drew, did you have an update? <laughs> I didn't mean to, if Lando, if you still got something to say, I'm not going to cut you off. <laughs> nah, I'm all good, man. <laughs> I feel I terrible mean, now. Actually, besides, uh, since we're getting close to America Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you, uh, go. you tried the Mountain Dew USA. <laughs> Actually, some really good shit. The only USA thing I've tried is that Bang Star Spangled Banner one or Stars and Stripes one. Um, I'm completely avoiding energy drinks from now on. <laughs> like, done. I am done with that shit. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. It makes my eyeballs twitch. And I'm like, if my eyeball feels like it's going to pop out of my head, it's probably not good for my body. That is also fair. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have not tried the... It was, what is it called? The American Mountain it's Dew? It's Mountain Dew or Mountain Dew SA. That's what it's called. Mountain Dew it's, SA. Okay. After you go grocery shopping, I'll try to find some. 
Is it it's delicious? apparently a fusion of Code Red, Whiteout, and Voltage. Whoa. I have not had Voltage. It's good. It's Voltage is blue raspberry, but it's, it's pretty good shit. Hmm. So they just took all their flavors and mixed them together? Yeah. Hmm. And it's a pretty damn good combination. Well, fantastic. I have to go grocery shopping this at some point, so I need to, I'll buy some. <laughs> yeah, um, as far as I'm concerned, as far as me, um, uh, my GameStop limit went up, so I splurged. I got a Strixhaven fat pack and a couple of Strixhaven collector's boosters. Um the the Japanese art is absolutely gorgeous. Um, holy fuck, the price tags on those cards are fucking ridiculous. Every single pack paid for itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have no complaints. Yep. I even walked away with an extra five or ten dollars on one of them, one of the packs too. So it's just like holy shit. <laughs> yeah, they they did some good stuff, and we were talking about this earlier. They changed. They change the feel of the cards like you can feel a difference between the Japanese print and the Strixhaven cards. Even the um, the print of the alternate art or the mystical archive cards feels different than the regular print of cards. So, yeah, they feel semi gloss. Yeah, they have this weird feel to it. And, and then, it's uh, funny because there's uh, there's multiple variations of the Mystic Archive cards. So there's the basic Mystic Mystic Archive that's just the, the regular prints, you know, ink. There's etched foil uh, printing our Mystical Archive cards, which aren't mm-hmm. fully foiled. They have an inline of uh, etching in the uh, in the card, so it's like the regular ink plus etching. And sometimes and you can't have, tell the difference. <laughs> foil variant yeah sometimes you can't tell the difference between the etched foil and the and the regular card because it's very subtle it's not like you have to like look for it sometimes on some of the cards some of the cards you can tell the etched foiling is there but um it's very very subtle yeah it's if you point it at the sun if you point it at a light source you'll be able to tell pretty quickly in most cases but yeah you're not wrong some of those some of that lining is pretty thin and then when when you get into um, the uh, Japanese ones, uh, it's the same scenario, but the foiling is just beautiful. And like the art on all of them, it doesn't matter whether it's uncommon, rare, or mythic. Like I don't, I look at any of them, and I was like, this is just beautiful. Granted, I had to figure out which card it was because yeah. I, I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> but once I figured once I figured it out. Yeah, I mean, fine by me. This is fucking great. Yeah, no, they're definitely cool. There's the only two cards that I, well, three cards really that I know I'm looking for: the swords, the plowshare, so I know what it looks like; the demonic tutor, which I know what it looks like; and the dark ritual. But I just bought the dark ritual, so I I know I got the dark ritual. <laughs> And one of the one of the bonuses that I want to get tell people is, is if you want any of the mystical archive like the regular ones, um, aside from like four, they're relatively affordable. Like yep. I, I I I bought a bunch of them for like under like three dollars and under, 
and I got like 15, I got like 18 uh, Mythical Archive cards. They're really inexpensive, which is a good and a bad thing because a lot of the reprints out of the Mythic Archives are supposed to be like powerful cards. Like I pulled a Mizzix Mas I pulled Mizzix Mastery out of one of one of them. I don't know if it was an etched or if it was a regular, but again, that's a Mythic. Um, but like they they reprinted Teferi's Protection. That's like a forty dollar card. Time Warp is like a twenty dollar card, and the art's gorgeous. But like contrast the opt art for regular mythical archive versus the opt art for uh the japanese one there's no fucking it's hands down better it's Dude, beautiful there's not a single english art print that is not over like overshadowed by the japanese art the japanese art hands down is a thousand times better than anything on any of the english cards and you want to hear you want to hear a funny story so uh, I was um, I was sitting waiting for uh, to get my kid his first COVID shot, and um, one of my uh, one of my magic uh, chat buddies on Facebook messages people and goes, "Hey, uh, I'm looking for a Mind's Desire, uh, the Mythic Archive version. If any does anybody have one?" And uh, most people are like, "No, no, no. Wait, they printed that." And I'm like, I told him like, "Give me a second. Let me crack open my fat pack, and I'll get back to you." And not three packs in, I pull a fucking Mind's Desire. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So. And I send him a picture. I'm like, any other requests? <laughs> yeah, before I open the rest. <laughs> Watch me pull a fucking rabbit out of my hat. <laughs> hey, hey, Orlando, need me to open up some Power Rares for you out of Yu-Gi-Oh? Since I don't play it, I don't know what I'm looking for. So you'll end up with a bunch of fucking Power Cards. Wait, but you already basic... I basically bought everything out of you. <laughs> Doesn't mean I don't have the magic touch and I can't crack packs for you. Also true. <laughs> that is actually technically accurate, yeah. Well, do you want, do you want to make this our first topic then? <laughs> since oh, we, we're about maybe since 20 we're, minutes in, I don't see why We're 30 not. minutes there, yeah. Why not? Yeah, just our updates. Because, I, I mean, I had to update a lot talking so, about one one aspect of what i did for the last week <laughs> wait are you talking about the target thing you want to talk about yeah that? yeah yeah why don't we do it we're talking about cracking packs i want the helm on this one because my ass actually got uh insider information on that shit so i'm gonna take blasphemy <laughs> so um i have uh connect i had uh ins sort of we'll just say it that way with people in the know on what was going on behind the scenes with Target. Uh, so I knew Thursday what was going to happen on Friday. Um, uh, and, and much to the joy of the people who were telling me because they were thrilled because they were sick and fucking tired of the scalpers. The scalpers were fucking rude, monstrous fucking creatures that didn't belong in their goddamn store. <laughs> anyway, so Target has, fo has partially followed suit uh, with uh, Walmart. Walmart has completely walked away from TCGs uh, in their stores. I don't know if they sell them online, but Target is only selling uh, Pokemon, MLB, and I think it was NBA uh, only on their online shop from now on. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic and Hockey cards are the only things left on the shelves for terrestrial TCG and collectibles. That, was, that happened on Friday. That was official then. 
And uh, one of the jokes was that they wanted the morning crew to take footage of the sadness of the scalpers when they told them they couldn't have what they wanted anymore. I would have had video just because the case fights broke out and then I can hand it over to the authorities. Okay, so the reasoning behind this, because everything is ruined by everyone, is uh, apparently there was a gun threat in one of their locations and corporate basically said, just shut it down. If, if that's the way people are going to act, we're not going to keep it. So it now, wasn't isn't... inside the store. Um, it was outside the store. So what happened was somebody, a scalper, bought all the stuff. Supposedly, rumor is collectors, quote unquote, were harassing him in the parking lot. And they were literally going to rob him for his cards, basically. And the guy had a gun and turned the gun on them. That's legit what happened. A gunfight almost broke out over some cardboard. Well, I mean, he, he was defending himself in that in that situation. So I don't know if I were him, I wouldn't blame him for pulling up, pulling a shooting iron. But over fucking cardboard, it's just that's just fucking sad. Well, if it's happening, this is this is this is how I see this slope going. If this is happening with Pokemon cards, wait till the fucking scalpers realize that GPUs and like the PS5s and stuff like that. Wait till that shit starts cracking down, and I guarantee there will be bigger fights over that shit than there is over fucking Pokemon cards. Like, that, 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 I feel bad for micro centers then, because that's right. where that shit's going to start breaking out. Exactly. We don't live too far from a micro center. I actually looked it up one day. Uh, mine's not too far. Uh, maybe about a 20-minute drive. I think I, yours, yours is the same one I'd have to go to. I think it's in like Downers Grove or something. Yeah. 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 We're this. We're not the same distance, but it's the same micro center. Actually, I just gave away where we lived. Fuck. Whatever. <laughs> we're from Chicago. <laughs> damn you, you damn dumpsters with your bullshit. Oh, God. Yeah, don't bring that shit around here. We don't play. We'll fucking kill all of y'all. <laughs> no, but um, it's a, it was a safety issue. They got sick and tired of dealing with it because, like, I, I would come into, I would come into the store and, like, there'd be a line around the block or around the building, and the security people there were just fucking like empty, looking at these fucking, these fucking bottom feeders just crawling around on their store. And it, I mean, even with the reduction down to one per person, the fact that that wasn't enough to curtail the insanity is fucking perplexing to me. Now, like, like I said, like we said before, like they, people keep pushing and pushing and pushing like this. It's eventually these these big box stores are just gonna say fuck it and completely t- discard all of their their uh, any kind of t- any kind of card anything, and I like. I don't blame them at all. Like it's not worth the headache so, at this point. Honestly, um, honestly, that's fine. Except for obviously the areas where they don't, you don't have like a local gaming store. I'm okay with it. The only thing that big boxes were really good for one was convenience. Every time I go to target, I always pop by the magic aisle and like maybe grab a pack or two just cause I'm there already Two, If there's old shit, they leave it on the shelves they are like a gold mine of some of the older shit. Like 
I used to go to Toys R Us when Toys R Us was open, and you can buy like five, six, seven sets back of some of these packs and been like, wow, I want to crack an old pack and crack an old pack because they wouldn't sell it, so they'd leave it on the fucking shelf. So, so it's I, the same I, with Yu-Gi-Oh in that because like to- uh, Toys R Us was really big with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, see, Yu-Gi-Oh is different. I had known that. Except for except for like Yu-Gi-Oh now, because the scalpers are jumping all over Yu-Gi-Oh. You can't even find Yu-Gi-Oh on the shelves anymore right now. Um, not necessarily true. Uh, I know the Walmart where I where I go to still sells Yu-Gi-Oh cards in abundance. So oh, well, I I got away, lucky. I'm not giving away the location. Yeah, no, I got lucky and found two Ghosts of the Past just chilling on a random shelf while i was walking through the toy aisle so i you know i picked them up i was like oh shit ghost of the past like i want to open a couple of these so i opened a couple i didn't get anything good out of it um well i got some good stuff but i didn't get anything like you know i didn't get the 500 dollars fucking ghost rare that everybody's trying to hunt but um everything from the ghost of the past set i told drew to tell you i didn't i don't know if he did or not but if you want anything from that set that's not a ghost rare everything is like sub three four dollars right now i think the most expensive card is like like 15 and i can't remember the name of the card outside of like it's like 15 dollars and then 500 dollars for the ghost rares everything else is like you could buy the rest of the set for the amount you would spend on buying multiples of three packs so yeah there's that <laughs> anyway yeah, fuck the scalpers, fuck these goddamn assholes. I, this was going to happen, though. Like, we knew this was going to happen. Like, the more and more, like, the worse and worse it got, the more and more we were like, just fucking pull the shit off the shelves. I mean, Walmart already started to do it, and then Walmart started it, and then Target went down to the one day a week where you can only pick it up on Fridays. Meyer did the same thing. You can only go get shit on Fridays. Then they just started pulling, now they're just pulling shit off the shelves. They're like, fuck you. We don't need the money. Get away from us. Like, if you're not buying anything else, go the fuck away. I don't blame them. Yeah, just hand it back to MG Holdings and let them fucking sort it out. The problem with that is, well, no, I wouldn't even call it a problem at this point because, like, I'm an, I'm I'm pro LGS when it comes to uh, that kind of shit. Like, if it comes down to the point where big box stores completely walk away from fucking card products and it's it goes right back into the pockets of LGSs and you know splits between that and Amazon. I'm fucking fine with that because LGS has been taking it up the ass by uh, um, big box stores for a long time. Mm-hmm. And while on the initial and I've said it before, I was okay with that because a lot of the LGSs in the past were run by collectors who were basically using this as like a folk stock market to basically you know you know ha- create a retirement portfolio. And, you know, for fucking people out of the opportunity to enjoy a lot of, you know, historical pieces of the game because of the, the you know, the reserve list. But the the, the screw job, the, the thumb screws can be uh, loosened a bit at this point. And I think LGSs need to become more center stage for a lot of things, especially because Watsy's making so much goddamn money with the secret layers and uh, their packaging and all that other shit. It's definitely worth um, pushing that back. And with a lot of that stuff, LGSs tend to have a better idea of how to allocate, unless they're you know shady, 
um, a lot of the products. So you, it gets into the hands of who needs it rather than the fucking collectors. And I've gone back and forth with other people who uh, are uh, MTG finance or, you know, Pokemon finance or Yu-Gi-Oh finance. And they're just like, well, why, why, why would people want to not make money? I'm like, because you're supposed to cultivate the hobby, dude. So like, I'd rather just give them, you know, you know, sell all my shit. I'd rather walk away with the money than worry about that. I'm like, then you wouldn't be staying open for very long, especially if you did have a thriving gaming community that might be using your location for play or as like, uh, you know, a WPN store or a, a Pokemon network store or, you know, fucking a Konami store. These are the things you want to cultivate as an LGS owner, unless you don't have the square footage and you're like a broom closet, then it doesn't really matter. Do whatever the fuck you want. But if you actually have play area and you actually have a cultivated community, you want your community to have access to that stuff before any scalpers or collectors do, because it's never going to get into the fucking collect into the gamer's hands. It's going to sit on collector shelves. It's going to sit there and accrue value until it's going to, they're going to try and sell it off. And no fucking player is going to spend that kind of money. Fuck that noise. Nobody's spending that kind of money on a goddamn ghost, uh, dark magician. They ain't going to spend that money on fucking, you know, Pringles, Pringle foils out of goddamn MTG. Fuck that. Right. Exactly. So it needs, it needed to shift back to the, to the small guys. COVID pushed everything to the big box stores. Now it's time to push back to the, to the, the small people. Well, whoever's left considering the right. fucking COVID, the COVID restrictions effectively destroyed the goddamn small business market. Yeah, well, everything's opening up here. Like, if you're from, like, Canada and specifically Ontario and you're dealing with that bullshit right now, I'm sorry. But by, like, fucking, what, July? Not not even July. They're talking about, like, in the next couple weeks, as long as you were completely vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask outdoors. Go back to normal life, they said. So I was like, oh, all right, well, cool. Like, they literally went from stop everything to, okay, fuck it, go. (laughs) But how are the you going to how are you going to go into a store now and be like, are you vaccinated? Like, why? Like, I see a whole bunch of more fights happening. So. Dude, they already fucking are. The, the, there's there's this weird schism that's formed because people are the they're the pro mask people who just never want to take their fucking masks off because it's a tribalism thing now. Right. And there are those who are like, good, the CDC is telling us we can fucking stop doing this and taking my goddamn shit off. It's just like exactly. I, I'm in the ladder. I don't give a fuck about the, about all the bullshit. I'm only following the rules because I was told to do so. Once that shit comes up, I don't give a fuck what what dumb Karen wants to fucking come up to me and tell me how they fucking feel about what I'm doing. Piss off. I'm just, fucking free to do what I want to do because the CDC told me I could do so, and the government complied with those fucking regulations. Now eat the fucking chocolate center of my asshole. Yep. Just don't, <laughs> don't catch me on the wrong day. Otherwise, it's off with your head, Karen. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oy. Honestly, like, I have no problem putting it on in stores and shit. Like, T-Ball has weird fucking mask rules for, like, the fucking kids and shit. I'm just like, what? And, like, I'm, like, reading through these rules, and I'm like, oh, when he's like, playing the field, he doesn't have to wear it? My kid's just not wearing one now. Like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> So. Whatever. No one said shit to me yet, so, and they don't want to say shit to me because it's. I already don't like the coaches, so. 
if I'm getting angry at, at the coaches and the other parents, what makes you think that a random stranger coming up and saying some shit to me is not going to get it worse? Uh. Fair enough. Yup, yup. Where you want to go? Speaking of being stuck indoors, how about that Boogie 2988? <laughs> he passed go. He could not collect $200. He's not stuck indoors. He's stuck in a cell. No, I don't actually know what happened to him. I know he got he turned himself in from what I heard. So what happened was he ended up in a pretty hostile situation with a former YouTuber named Frank Hassel, who's essentially an Internet troll. That's literally all he does. <laughs> His whole shtick is that he goes and bothers the shit out of people. That's all he does. He is essentially your neighborhood asshole. Yeah. So the, the how it all went down was, I think, uh, Frank Hassel was on a podcast with Boogie and Keemstar, I want to say. And Frank told Boogie that he would come to his house. And Boogie's like, no, you're not welcome at my house. Do not come to my house. And then he ended up going to Boogie's house and ringing the doorbell and Fucking dumbass boogie made the decision to go outside with a gun, <laughs> which I mean, it, just don't answer the door. Like if he's not coming to your house, don't answer the fucking door. Just call the police, tell him to get off your fucking property. He's trespassing. But he opened the door. He had a gun, gave him a warning and said, you know, if you don't get from home and give you one warning shot and that's it. And then he fired a warning shot, which is why he's in trouble. If you would have just shot him, it would have been a different story. But he shot a warning shot within a certain distance of a school zone, I someone said. Like, he lives pretty close to, like, a fucking school, and that's way against the law. And I don't know exactly know what happened, but for, it just happened, like, over the weekend. Not over the weekend, like, earlier no. this week. And um, no, he, no, he was just arrested, but that shit happened months ago. Right, that shit happened months ago, but I, I don't remember if he, they went, because what I read is that he turned himself in, meaning... And not even four days ago, he was in St. Louis and he doesn't live in St. Louis. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I don't know if there was like a warrant put out and he got he got the warrant. But my understanding is he turned himself in for all of it. There hasn't been any updates that I've seen since that. It's just been speculation, uh, speculation about the laws and shit like that. I mean, fair enough. I've been following. I've been trying to follow it because I follow him in a bunch of his social media, and he hasn't really posted anything. So I don't know if he's in still in jail because the guy has money. He could just bail himself out. I would assume. Um, yeah, he has. Um, he has been writing on social media, uh, as far as I know. Um, he has sent out tweets in his account. Oh, okay. I haven't been so, following his Twitter, so. Probably and that's fair. I mean, all I know is that he has been. I don't know how you could do it from jail, but I mean, well, at this point, he's lawyered up, so he's not going to talk about it. Like, if he's smart, he's not going to talk about it. That is also true. So, I don't know. I guess we'll we'll keep watching since um, there's certain things that we did. You know, we'll eventually get around back to remembering about it and telling everybody <laughs> kind of like the fucking ACD thing that I, that we found a couple, what, like a month ago. 
Oh, and uh, to be fair, not trying to defend him or anything, um, Boogie did threaten to shoot him in the podcast. Oh, I know. If he came so, to his house, because he's unwelcome there. But yeah. if when he opened the door, he should have. Uh, I I mean, it's speculation again. He would have been better off shooting him than he is shooting a warning shot. Yeah, agree. So, I mean, and then who knows? Who knows if the police were called during that situation? I don't remember anything. Anybody saying anything that he called the police? So I think I think it was just on the footage that was presented. I don't think the police was ever actually called. But again, I don't remember the whole the whole thing because again, it was a couple months ago that this happened. Yeah, and it's really weird that they just got around to you know slapping him with a warrant and everything now. So I don't know if maybe a neighbor decided to to call in or what ended up being the catalyst of him actually getting a warrant. Um, but he turned himself in. So I mean, at that point, uh, uh, that's uh, between that. And the, most of the legal commentators I've, ta- I've uh, talked to, I- I've listened to, I should say, um, stated that he has no com- he has no criminal record. Uh, it's a first offense scenario. The the felony level he's uh, that this that he's being uh, charged with is like the lowest felony level humanly possible. It's still a felony, but it's something that is. If if the judge looks at everything and all of the accumulated information and basically goes, you know, just pay a fine, then that's basically the way it's going to go. Do I think he's going to end up with some kind of jail time? I think he's going to end up with probation if they give him anything or pub or community service. Here's the thing, though. At, if at they convict point, him of that low level felony, even if it is a low, low level felony, his he gets his guns taken away from him. So it wasn't his to begin with. It was his roommates. That's even worse. Yeah, was... <laughs> he's not technically uh, due to his mental condition. He's legally not allowed to have a firearm. That's even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> that means his friend could be charged. Yes. Oh, yes, my God. I don't think it's going to get that far as, and a lot well, of, we don't know a who's... lot of legal experts that I, that I've listened to basically don't think anything's going to come of it. At most, he might get a couple months in jail if they do it. If they hit him with the full max, which there's always a possibility. You can never t- write that out. I think the said right. max was 10 years. So I, they're not going to go max. There's no fucking way. He doesn't have a prior criminal record. He has his, 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 um, uh, his mental health things are always going are going to factor into this. He might get he might get thrown in a mental institute for it. That could also be a possibility. It can go in a number of ways. It just depends on what the judge ends up deciding for him at the end of everything. I don't know so, if I can deal with a fifty year old boogie. He's <laughs> Dude, he is fifty. No, he's like okay, a sixty year old boogie. I don't know if I can deal with that. Uh, a lot of people don't realize like boogie was like in his he's in his 40s. 40s he's in his late he 40s now he's got to be in his late 40s almost 50 all right fair enough i can't deal with the 60 year old boogie on social media that's like listening to every bad trucker take alive on tiktok i mean that sounds like a tiktok <laughs> hey i do tiktok <laughs> I mean, fine. 
You right. should see you should see the art community on TikTok, dude. The art community and the um the, like the the MTG community and the some some of the Yu-Gi-Oh community is pretty good. Um there's a couple bad ones I run, I've run into and then a lot of the D&T community is really good. So it's a fun time. But there are some huge like horrible hot takes on that app like i just saw one the other day not even the other day like today earlier today that said uh don't ask for consent and at that point i already flipped the video i didn't even want to hear what he had to say (laughs) i was like this motherfucker just came on the app and within like 10 seconds of the of a 60 second video told everybody to go rape people like fuck out of here bro (laughs) yeesh yeah but yeah Keep, we'll, we'll keep a, we'll keep an eye on the boogie thing. I don't like I said like from what I'm seeing and what I've observed, it's very unlikely anything's going to happen. Uh, I've talked with Jason about this. We, we, we've talked with you about this before, Jason, and uh, uh, you you said that you, you would have handled it much differently. So, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> a lot differently. That's what I'm saying. He should have shot the guy. He should have shot him. <laughs> like, if you already had the gun at that point, like, and you were going to get charged with something, you might as well get charged defending your house. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> and it wouldn't even be the, the charge for him getting shot. It would have been the charge for not ha- having the legal right to have the gun. Ugh. Anyway, I'm not a lawyer. Not don't you, don't take my advice on anything. you would have the gun at that point, you would have just beat the hell out of him. <laughs> like I did my... my uh, brother-in-law I mean, you technically would still get the aggravated assault charge but i guess no no i kicked the fuck out of my brother-in-law on my front lawn and i didn't get charged with shit illinois has a castle law <laughs> that's fine so does arkansas okay well like i said then if they have if they have if arkansas has one then you should have shot the guy <laughs> Right, because at that point, you at least have grounds to say it was self-defense or defending of your property, and it would have it would have taken a different avenue. There's a again, most people who have kind of dissected this have stated that you know Boogie fucked up as much as Frank did. Frank shouldn't have come there at all. Yeah, and anybody who had their druthers would have just because it, it's like Frank didn't have a gun on him. Frank had no weaponry. He just showed up to be an idiot, and it's like idiots like that. You, it, what exactly? What was the point? I don't uh, if you're trying to get a rise out of the dude, what happens? Are you waiting for it? What if he what if he let's go full? What if what if bully bully? What if Boogie just said, fuck it and put a goddamn bullet between his eyes? It, was he prepared to die for for a fucking joke? That I mean, if he apparently like that, yeah. that was apparently what he was going for. But this is he what happens on the, the Internet whole time when you when you watch that podcast between him and uh, and Boogie on Keemstar's podcast, you saw him constantly basically daring him hey shoot me when i get there shoot me i fucking dare you he wanted to call out his bluff hard yeah but that's that's the problem with i wouldn't have fucking did that at all that's the problem with fucking dumbass without a doubt you can't really um can't really defend his actions well okay so but my my statement is is that Boogie's mental illness, like what happens if he fucking he decides he spikes out of nowhere? Like I think he's got bipolar, and yes. like what happens if he goes manic, 
and he just looks at him. He's like, "Fuck it," and just pull and just pulls the trigger, the trigger. and fucking and fucking ventilates his goddamn skull. It's like, yeah, you called his bluff. Congratulations, you fucking dead. Is that what you really wanted? Did you just want to fucking die? There are quicker ways to go than that, and you could have done that on your own. Again, we here at the at the round table do not condone suicide. However, we do find that stupid people doing stupid things always has this end result anyways. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, that's the, I think that's the problem with internet shit talkers is that they feel that they feel like they have some entitlement to be like I can say whatever the fuck I want. But then what happens when it's something happens in person? You yeah, pick the like wrong they think, person. They think the internet extends out to IRL and then like they get the shit beaten out of them by somebody who's just not playing that game and and it's just like what the fuck were you expecting? Do you live? It's like, I'm sorry, your bubble finally got burst and you realize that other people live in the fucking reality that you dwell in and they're not going to take your bullshit. Yep. You can, you can ask my brother-in-law. That's exactly what happens when you pick the wrong person. You know what this reminds <laughs> me of? That one dude named Tyrone. <laughs> that goes around slapping shit out of people's hands. He's almost gotten his ass kicked a couple times. Dude, he's been shot twice. That's what I'm saying. That's not okay. Apparently, he still keeps going, so I commend him for his tenacity, but that's dumb as shit. That's like that's like those like those quote-unquote hood prank videos where they go up and they're like they try to take phones out of people's hands. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you picked the wrong guy. Like, I, I can't tell you how many of those internet fucking bullshit prank videos I've seen where, like, the kid gets a gun pulled on him or gets, like, put into a headlock and beaten the fuck out of while on camera going, there's a camera, it's a prank, bro, it's a prank. No, motherfucker, you did this and you fucked with the wrong person. You get your ass kicked. I don't care if there's a camera or no camera. You get your ass kicked. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. That's what happens when you have a bunch of fucking ki little kids and fucking, you know, adults who, who have fucking, you know, 12-year-old mentalities think the real world is exactly like the internet world and everyone's just going to walk away all flustered and salty it's like nah dude if if somebody can grab a hold of your hair and drag you over your ass is going to eat knuckles or worse if they can get you because you don't get to fucking say dumb shit and not get fucking beaten talk shit you get hit you guys and got me all riled up in real life <laughs> i think i'm hitting the limit of my voice right now <laughs> me all fucking riled up Maybe, maybe, maybe one day I'll save it for like a special episode. I'll tell you guys the story of how I kicked the shit out of my brother-in-law on my front lawn. But, uh, fuck, man. <laughs> we've heard oh. it many times, but I'm sure the you guys have, but the, but it made good radio for sure. For sure. It made good radio. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> my throat's like exactly. on fire right now. You guys are gonna be all there riled up. Shit. Yes. <laughs> I haven't done this much talking oh, in a long time. Well, at least two weeks, right? <laughs> Well, we have to stress test your throat eventually. I mean, you could, I mean, you got throat fucked by the surgeon, so I know. Go ahead to see if you can take it all the way. Yeah, right. I, f I mean, I felt good today. That's why I was like, let me jump on today. So yeah, yeah. Yesterday right, would have been a different story. Topic, so we don't get you all hot and bothered anymore. <laughs> I feel my face getting red. I'm about to go whoop someone's ass right now. That's <laughs> seven across the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 11.30 at night, let's go fucking find something. <laughs> We're all, most of us are COVID, most of us are COVID uh, vaccinated. Let's go fucking make the world sad. Yeah. 
All I'm thinking is, can we just go to Denny's and get a bite to eat? Yeah, right. <laughs> are they even the open entire... late night anymore? Probably yes, not. Yes, they are. With COVID? Probably not. Oh, yeah, they might because oh, yes, they still they do are. curbside. Yes, yeah, they still they do are. curbside. <clears throat> Lovely. The entire time we're playing, um, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! All right, what's next? <laughs> I'm kind of hyped for like the next couple ones, actually. Like, I'm looking at this list, and I don't think there's anything that's gonna calm me down. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's go. To, let's go into the movies because um, I'm fucking I'm fucking hyped for a couple of those. Two of them, actually. Hell yeah. <sighs> We're going to get, um, I, I didn't really look into this or read an article about it, but um, apparently Metal Metalocalypse, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and Venture Brothers are all getting a movie. And here's the A-T-H-F. cool thing. What? ATHF, love me some Aqua Teen. I know, right? That's what I was hyped for. Venture Brothers, I was actually not surprised about because they just, what, like a couple years ago, I want to say three years ago, they, re- they uploaded a new season. <clears throat> Is that right? Maybe longer yeah, than that. I got my time. The yeah, they canceled the series, but then they they did one last like one last season. Eh. I don't know. I'm psyched for Metalocalypse because I want fucking Roxo. I like cocaine. Oh, <laughs> I'm Roxo, the rock and roll clown. I do k- 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 cocaine. <laughs> I used to do a pretty good Roxo, but my voice isn't letting you me do it. And this is the stone cold lock of the century. I want the if they bring back the the banana, I want the banana back. If we're doing, I want the banana and I want the the chicken shaman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fucking Carl. <laughs> I uh, I fucking um, I cosplayed as Carl one year at ASEN and I actually shaved my head. Like oh Carl, God. I put the fucking amazing the giant blue that. spot. I wore fucking flip flops and fucking a dago tee and and fucking blue sweatpants. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Yep, and I had the beard back then, so all I had to do was shave the beard and leave the mustache. I fucking did it. Nice. <laughs> oh, I know. Fucking great. Who the fuck you talking to? <laughs> Don't fuck with my Jets <laughs> or Giants. Giants. Don't fuck with my Giants. <laughs> oh. oh, I kind of wish now that ASEN took place in the fucking winter so you could be singing this, the, the I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> I'll be home no, for I th- Christmas. I think that was the I think that was the last time I went to that convention. I don't go to it anymore. It's it's not the same. It's not worth it anymore. I don't feel well, it's been canceled for the past two years. They're trying to now do a virtual ASEN this year. <laughs> I think that's going to be fucking awful. But, yeah, the uh, people, the know, people in charge. That. I don't have a problem with the people in charge. I have a problem with the how the conventions run as a whole. Fair enough. So, I'm not going to argue. Like, no. I'm just telling you what they're planning to do for this year. They're planning to do uh, a virtual uh, convention. <sighs> oh <laughs> fuck i was in here last week fucking speaking of virtual conventions fucking war the warhammer fest happened um the week of my surgery 
Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine, because I was hyped for all the fucking new models. Um, there's new orcs coming out um, without a codex. There's new uh, Sisters of Battle models with the new codex for Sisters of Battle coming out. There's more uh, Blood Knight models coming out. And I think um, they made an announcement on another release for more... Oh, the third edition of Age of Sigmar is happening in June, or this summer. I'm not sure if it's June or not. Nice. So, yeah, there's a, it was so hype the whole weekend. It was, or the whole week, I should say. On top of Star Wars. Dude, I fucking woke up in recovery watching fucking Star Wars. And I went to bed that night watching Spaceballs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, it was the fucking best couple of days of my life in a hospital. Outside of the fact that I couldn't really do anything. <laughs> I mean, that is a problem, yeah. I did almost snap on a nurse, though. I got the doctor to yell at the nurse. That, that's what I did. So. Yeah, they were supposed to have me up and walking around. Um, like, four hours after the surgery. Like, I should have been able to, like, actually walk with no walker. Like, just fucking stand up and walk. And the only stipulations they had were... I had to I had to pee a certain amount and I had to be able to swallow and that was it. And I should have gone home that night. Well, the fucking nurse didn't walk me around at all. And she made me use a walker to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, what the fuck? And my wife had to yell at her to get me to go into the bathroom because she was just going to have me fucking sit off the edge of the bed and piss into like a fucking jug. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, what the fuck are we doing right now? So but they ended up keeping me overnight and I went home the next day and the doctor found out that I, they weren't they wouldn't let me walk around and fucking snapped on her because she was in there within like minutes afterwards and fucking like, hey, you want to go for a walk? Like we can just walk around or whatever. I'm just like, uh, OK. <laughs> so. Medical miracles, my friends, they do fantastic fucking things. You don't even like. Man. I, I just the thought of what they what they did and what I was doing within like hours of the surgery is just phenomenal. So the beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to Metalocalypse. Even though I can't do my fucking Roxo. Ugh, fuck. I'm hyped for Metalocalypse. I actually really, really like Metalocalypse. You know what? It's pretty fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I need me some I need me some Metalocalypse. Aquatoon Hunger Force, I really like. I never really got into Venture Brothers. I tr- uh, I tried getting into it. I mean, it's okay. Um, I do love Brock Samson, just because I feel like that's what Patrick Warburton really is. Right. <laughs> 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 I like Brock. I really do. Didn't he? Did he have his own spinoff, or they were trying to do a spinoff? I know he had a couple episodes where they were just him. Like, it was just about him. In fact, yeah. I think the last season started with just him. Yeah. I believe that is the case. Oh, all right, then. <laughs> uh. All right, let's get into the one I'm fucking dreading. Dreading? Okay. Yeah. Fucking feminine frequency. Oh, yes. Your favorite feminist has returned from the depths of the seventh circle of hell. Oh, my God. She's trying to fundraise a new season of Feminine Frequency. I thought it was 
just her thing. I didn't know it was just like I didn't know it was like a podcast season thing. No, it's her fucking company. Oh my god. Anyway. Alright, talk about that for a second. I'll be right back. I need to get some more water. <laughs> I'll jump in because I got a lot to say about her. I need some more water. <laughs> well, for those who don't quite remember, there's a lady on the internet. Her name is Anita Sarkeesian. She founded a company called Feminist Frequency, and her goal is apparently to change the world of video games. <laughs> flat fantastic i mean what else could there be said because everything that she does apparently it all has to do with a greater purpose or anything hell she even took these fucking issues to um the un that she imagine did. imagine going to the un talking about world issues of video games Yeah, that's um, that'll get you laughed out, laughed out of the goddamn UN. You're fucking insane! Oh Jesus Christ! You think so, but that's not actually the case. Like I think they were actually pretty receptive to her, uh, her, 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 con- her conversation points. I know that's shocking, but like there, like people actually can't. There are people who are concerned about this shit. That's actually I'm rather not, depressing. And pathetic. I mean, I mean, I don't know how to help you with that one, but um, one of the... And and I'm sure Jason's going to go, come in, you know, guns a-blazing, but before he does, I'm going to make... I'm going to state my case. I don't give a fuck what she does. I don't. If she, as long as she fulfills her, her her backer requirements and everyone walks away feeling like they got what they what they paid for, she can make whatever the fuck she wants. And that's basically been my fucking mantra with her from the beginning. One something that uh, Jim Sterling and I both both shared in common was, uh, if y'all just left her alone to do her thing, she would have probably just evaporated at that point. Because of the outrage that popped up, because of what because of what she was doing, is what propelled her forward and gave her the platform she had for a good four or five years before it petered out. And it's something that I think I think as an actual person trying to do, if she was a person trying to do good in the world, like just having a platform and you know being able to put out your points. And, you know, having dialogue about those things should be the focus of it. But obviously, we've had this conversation before, and there's much more behind it that doesn't seem genuine to a lot of people. So, again, I say I said I said it before and I say it again. Do whatever the fuck she can do, whatever the fuck she wants. If there are people who back back her her project and she puts out what she puts out, like what she was supposed to. Fantastic. But. Uh, it, the the trend isn't in her favor because from what I was told, from from what I've noticed, she had an entire slate of feminist frequencies she was supposed to do, and only delivered on like a third of what she was supposed to be making, and petered off basically taking whatever money she got from that and running into the hills. That's what I that, that's that's the alleged that that's the alleged. Of course, I have no idea if that actually occurred, but as I've said, I don't 
give a shit what she does. It, it, it's it's her fucking it's her fucking stuff to do. And anybody wants to spend the money on her for what she's trying to do, that's that's up to them. But uh, you know, there that's my point, And I'm waiting for Jay to come back with his counterpunch. I mean, point. I mean, fair. I know I'm being level-headed in this, even though you know we're we're the the angry wargaming podcast. That's kind yeah. of the point. You do need to be level-headed when it comes to this shit. It's just more on the. I'm surprised that uh, you even had anything even remotely sounding neutral about this yeah. subject. And you know, fair enough. If it were five years ago, I might be a little bit more fired up about it, but I'm not. I'm really not. It's it's so. I'm back. All right, what did I miss? I already made the neutral point, so uh, you can come in with the counterpunch and the light into her like a fucking uh, like a tinderbox. What the fuck's the neutral point? She do does the... not give a shit about what she does at this point. Okay. Yeah, it's just I, I'm just empty. I, I I look at everything that's happened with her and Zoe Quinn and all the other shit, and it's just like whatever. They want people. They want to fucking get people. Want to give their money to these people and get nothing out of it. Here, that's nothing out of my. Well, to concern. be fair, Zoe Quinn, I will, I, I will fire on her just a little bit, just because she may have potentially aided in that one dude, her ex boyfriend, to committing suicide, and that's that is all demon. sorts of fucked up. That one's irredeemable, and as as far as I'm concerned, she should she should have seen a courtroom for that one. But I agree. As far as like her kickstarters and her fucking games and her you know whatever other dumb shit she make, ends up suckering people into paying for, that's that's on them and that's on her and that's a that's a conversation between the two of them that they need to fucking have and you know possibly with a lawyer if necessary. But like it's. I don't give a shit at this point. They, they're they're so in the fucking rearview mirror. It's so fucking irrelevant to me. And like this is coming from someone who actually still has Anita in the, in their uh, um, in their YouTube uh, subscriptions. She posts a, po- a feminist frequency podcast once every couple weeks, and it's talking about some random like pop culture stuff. I don't care. Who the fuck gives a shit? I don't care. Why does anybody give a fuck? This, this, I know she like again. These I know the concept of people being grifters is 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 a fucking monstrosity. But like, has anybody stopped any of these fucking people? That's where me and Matt Jarbo fucking agree on things. He, he like he went back and he he fucking he ended up having this long fucking uh, drawn out thing talking about how he regrets being the catalyst for Gamergate and stuff. I think that's a little too fucking extreme. But looking at how that fucking came off the rails and everything that occurred with it, it's hard for me not to disagree with his perspective from his perspective. From an outside perspective, there needed to be fucking uh, recompense to, to, to the gaming games journalism industry for all the nepotism and bullshit that was going on. But unfortunately, none of the fucking people who were at the helm of Gamergate had the fucking bullets in their gun to be able to really bring that to fruition. They were made to look like fucking monsters and incels and fucking uh, and pathetic while these people still flourished and did whatever the fuck they want. Zoe never fucking paid for any of her bullshit. And why the fuck did I have to give a shit about how, how she treated her ex-boyfriend? 
I get it. He was airing his grievances. And he had every right to if he felt like th that was something that he wasn't going to be able to get any real vindication on. But the way the internet took it and, you know, connected the dots, Nathan Grayson never suffered for any of the bullshit that he did with Zoe Quinn. And th that should be your fucking... That should tell you how fucking pointless that whole movement ended up being in the long run and how often those fu those fucking people on the other side keep, you know, bringing the specter back up of that, that movement. They're using it as a as an empty fucking scarecrow at this point, and no one gives a shit. I don't care. Dude, the major players in that fucking movement walked away from it. Monday and Matt doesn't Monday and Matt wants to completely divorce himself from it. Uh fucking internet aristocrat walked away from it a year after it fucking formed because people were trying to profit off of it rather than just actually worry about the fucking movement. Fucking Sargon of Akkad, it talks about it fondly, but it ain't gonna go. He ain't gonna get the fucking uh, traction he thinks he's going to get. What what the fuck's the point? I know that sounds defeatist, but look, Nathan Grayson didn't suffer for what he did. Any of the other people in the Five Guys controversy didn't fucking suffer anything. Now, the games journalism industry as a whole is kind of fucking bobbing up and down, but that has more to do with the fact that the, the, most people don't give a shit about journalism anyways. That's a byproduct of other things, not from the, the, the Gamergate movement in any way. That's my thing with it. Was it was was Gamergate necessary? No. Pushing back against nepotism and journalism—that was something that needed to happen. The bullshit that that surfaced around it is absolute fucking trough. That's my statement on it. As far as Matt's concerned, I think he's—I think he let that HBO uh, documentary about Gamergate get into his fucking head, and I think he—he—he had—he ended up falling on falling on his regrets like a sword. Do I feel like he, he? Do I feel he was in the right for saying what he said? No, but I had a. But I feel like he, if he felt the way he did, I'm glad he voiced his opinion rather than just let himself ruminate on it, because he's trying to get back to good and in, in his mental health after everything else that occurred in the past ten years. So I'll give him credit on that. I know this is kind of a fucking diatribe, but I, I wanted to put that all out there before I let you go and fucking start breathing dragon fire. <laughs> Okay, first off, I fucking hate this woman. So I hate her with a fucking passion. So, sorry this has turned into fucking YouTube, fucking Twitter celebrity bullshit, but this is what we got this week. <laughs> this is what you get this week. <laughs> fucking, <clears throat> so when this whole thing where she was trying to raise the GoFundMe money, what <laughs> it came out that one of her, her assistant, her actual assistant, was so broke she was begging for money on like on the internet she was begging people to pay for like Kofi and stuff like that like give her money to like help her with her bills and shit all while Anita Sarkeesian was taking a lavish trip around Europe and then puts out a tweet saying hey anybody who's um uh you know anybody who's interested I'll be in Europe um, you can book me for like her talks or whatever. This bitch went on like a fucking like a, a thousand dollar, like over thousand, you know, thousands of dollars in fucking Europe on a trip. And her fucking assistant isn't even making enough money to fucking like support herself that she's got to beg for money. Dude, she's turned everybody around. She's a fucking leech. She's a fucking leech. 
That's all she is. She doesn't have a good point about anything. Every time she brings up a point, it's been debunked by some other like crap. She's at this point. I believe that she's faking a feminist. She's faking being a feminist. I hundred percent at this point. I think she's just fucking faking it. Oh, I, I don't know what else to say. Like she doesn't do any good, like no good for anything. And like, She's she's pointing out some inequalities and things that are happening, but she's like jumping onto the bagwind. She's not like progressing anything. She's not making anything better. She's making fucking everything worse. And it just it's it oh it's it's fucking mind boggling. Like that this woman thinks she's doing something good. Like she's devoted her her life to begging for money at this point. She's just a popular hobo. <laughs> Like, fair enough. That's the fucking description. <laughs> where, where else was I supposed to go with it? I mean, that's what she's doing. She's a fucking like, fucking popular hobo. <laughs> I've never heard it put so fucking eloquently. God damn. <laughs> she's her job is to wake up in the morning and beg for money. Like, <laughs> am I wrong? Like, I feel it's every time you hear about her, she's begging for money or has some incredibly terrible hot take on something like the whole cyberpunk incident. At this point, I don't even know. Well, she dad in Star Wars. Um, although at this point, I don't know if you're talking about Anita Sarkeesian or Brianna Wu. I don't know who Brianna Wu is. If I do, I don't remember. She's a professional victim. Oh, fantastic. I don't know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> Let it got for her it got so bad where she where she was caught essentially creating accounts to attack her. Which is she's not she's not Rose. Is that Rose? I don't know. No. The the Rose from Star Wars. No. No, oh, she's not an actor. She's not an actor. Oh, okay, okay. Because I honestly, the thing, the thing with some, Rose from Star Wars, I felt terrible about that. That should have no, never happened to her. She's just someone on the internet. Oh yeah, then I just, I honestly don't give a fuck. Then, <laughs> like, I just don't. <laughs> she's just someone on the internet that gained notoriety by being supposedly a feminist who, who claimed that she was being attacked by hundreds of people on Twitter until it was found out that. She made those accounts herself. Well, if she does, if she did that, then she's taking from Anita Sarkeesian's like fucking playbook at this point. Oh, who the fuck's messaging us? Oh, I hate when there's sounds. I should mute all the conversations. Well, then you wouldn't know who he, who Orlando's talking about. I just sent the picture of who he's talking about. I know, but I have the I have the Facebook open, so I get the topics. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> oh fuck! I still don't know who she is. Who the fuck? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Trans activist. That's all you need to know. That's it's not important at this point. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I mean, talk- we've already gone down the drama hole. I just want to make sure that you're aware of what you're dealing with here, okay? Well, I, I don't care about another fucking popular hobo. <laughs> I only have room for one in my life, and I don't even want her there. <laughs> <laughs> See, 
seriously, if this isn't if Popular Hobo isn't the name of this fucking podcast <laughs> episode, you've done everything incorrect. Holy fuck. To be fair, I, I was leaning towards to feminist ate my neighbors, name. but a popular hobo works too. <laughs> can, it, can it be the name, please? Yeah, we're gonna make it popular hobo. <laughs> this one will be called popular hobo. <laughs> I'll make a goddamn t shirt with her fucking face on it if I have to. Don't fucking tempt oh me. Oh my god, can it, be, can it be the next design for the next t shirt or whatever? <laughs> yeah, if we. You got that out of your system. I got that out of my system. Orlando's hidden somewhere, terrified at the goddamn fallout. Let's move on to the next fucking headache. <laughs> I don't think we have any other headaches left. She's the biggest fucking headache we had today. Outside of scalpers and punching people in the dick, apparently. Okay, fine. Then I'll just go headfirst into goddamn Monitor Horizons 2 spoilers and shit, if that's what we're going to do with this. Yeah, I opened up the page, and I think that's why we slowed down a little bit. Ooh, they reprinted Counterspell? Oh, that's why. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've, we've talked about this. I'm aware. I'm aware. I didn't... Dude, we didn't talk about Modern Horizons at all. That's why when you put it up, put it up on the... Uh, on the Podbean, I'm like, we didn't talk about that. I actually saved it for your dumbass when you came back. Oh, I just yeah. went from the list. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Ugh. I told you I didn't fucking listen to it. <laughs> now I know. But yeah, we um, uh, we didn't talk about it. I was holding it off for you specifically because oh, Orlando's not going to fuck about this shit. No, I know. Yeah, I'm just going to be just staring into the fucking void while he talks. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. I mean, I mean, now you can go make uh, pancakes at least now, Orlando. Oh, fuck. Yes! I feel like that's all I've been eating is pancakes. Tom has finally made fucking pancakes for the first fucking time. You never made your own <laughs> pancakes before? No, because it was something I thought that I would burn down the house for. Oh, it's not that bad. The, the worst part about making pancakes is you make way too much your first time. <laughs> I didn't. I only made I only had enough to make three. Really? Damn. Yeah. What am I cooking with then? Fuck. Whatever. <laughs> When I do it, I end up with like fucking 50 pancakes. Like, fuck. That's because you cook like a Midwesterner and Midwesterners always overcook shit. That's why you have, you know, breakfast that could feed a fucking legion. And it's only like three people in the goddamn house. We used to do breakfast every weekend and I would make pancakes, bacon and eggs. Why the fuck aren't you at the front lines? Yeah, right. (laughs) I would make pancakes, bacon and eggs every we do it every like Saturday or Sunday. I think Sunday because Kayla would be home on Sundays. And um we would be eating breakfast all the way into lunch because we just had that much food left over. Like I'd be walking past the table, just grabbing bacon and like just eating bacon. I'm like, Oh, there's a pancake. Grab a pancake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you just have heater trays? Like a goddamn buffet? No, the shit would get cold and we just fucking like we would use the, we were the, the point was to use the bacon for like BLTs for like lunch, but we would like have so much, I would make like a fucking pound and a half of, or two pounds of bacon. Fucking fucking 50 fucking pancakes i don't know how that happened and then like a couple eggs for people and then we just fucking anything that was left over we'd just be eating on the way please tell me you at least saved all that fucking bacon grease for other cooking or at least donated it to a to a uh, a needy southern family who could use it no that's I, a lot of liquid gold no i dumped the bacon grease 
the fuck is wrong with you? I put it in a paper cup and get rid of it. I can't save it. I can't look at it. It just it disgusts me when it's cold. You use it to cook eggs later. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't, nothing. I don't know. <laughs> Lots oh, of things. Everything. We just haven't jotted the details yet. I'm just not a fat, as fat of a fat kid that you guys think I am. All right. <laughs> One who knows how to fucking use use their resources effectively. God damn it. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Back. Back to the goddamn Modern Horizons 2 so Orlando can go have a snack and maybe a juice box. I want to be a popular hobo. I am opening my motherfucking <laughs> can of motherfucking Mountain Dew. I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> Any whore. So Modern Horizons 2 will be coming out uh, June 11th, it looks like. Um, they are reprinting all of the enemy fetch lands so Pleasant Kenobi can stop having a hate boner for wizards, not reprinting them and calling them cowards for doing so. Yay, good oh. for hit good for good for mini UK Billy Mays that he got his fucking wish. And they're printing anyway, them with the old borders. Yes, they're doing a variety with the old borders. Also, one other thing that we need to tell people is LGSs are getting a special uh, 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 foil promo that they will have access to, I believe it is after Modern Horizons 2 comes out, which is kind of shitty. Uh, if you spend $50 or more with uh, your LGS, you can get a old bordered, as in the original MTG bordered, foil favorite fabled passage. Ooh. Nice. Yes, sir, Bob. I don't need it. I just need this counter spell. That's all I need right now. Well, the counterspells are all going to be uh, are, are getting printed in that too, which means that counterspell will finally be in the modern format, something that has not occurred ever. So, which is a good and a bad thing, I think, at this point. So I don't play only... modern. So I don't generally give a shit. So, whatever happens to that format can happen. Yeah, there's only been a few spoilers out. It's uh, Brainstone, Urza Saga, Counterspell, Diamond Lion. I can't even read this. Sanctuary, what? Sanctuary. Sanctum Prelate, which is Sanctum the buy box promo. Okay, yeah. Sanctum Prelate. Um, and then all of the old um, fetch lands. Not, not old fetch. Yeah, old fetch lands. Verdant Catacombs, Scalding Tarn, Misty Rainforest, Marsh Flats, Arid Mesa. And then they have them in the old borders also. And then... Um, yeah, those, those will probably be collector's boosters only, knowing them. Whatever. I just need the regular ones at that point. And then uh, Draken Blackblade also. those That's that's it right now because it's still early in the announcement phase. But, yeah. Um, There's more speculation on it uh, that just came out recently. Perp was talking about it, too. Uh, uh, Dakin actually, in story, canonically ascended to become a Planeswalker. So that his card will be a Planeswalker card. Oh. And then Korlash, uh, which was released during the Time Spiral block, uh, Korolash heir to Blackblade, uh, who ended up acquiring uh, Dakin Sword. Uh, I, they're not sure if it's going to be a reprint or if it's going to be a unique card specifically. Uh, he's slated to, again, these are all speculations, so take them with a grain of salt. Uh, supposedly, there's supposed to be a Azorius colored sliver that uh, will be able to work without having the tribal support if necessary. Um, the, the new printing of the Diamond Lion is a lovely, lovely little middle finger to the reserve list because it's essentially Lion's Eye Diamond 
on a lion. Yeah. That costs you mana. It literally does the same thing. And brainstone is basically brainstorm brainstorm in a uh, in an artifact. So those are all lovely. So, okay, I did find the good stuff. Okay, cool. I was having a hard time finding it. And then there's another set that's coming out. Okay, so Modern Horizons is one of the special sets. So Modern Horizons, Commander Legends, um, Modern... Uh, not Modern. What was the other one? Modern Masters. Any of the Modern sets are, like, extra in between. So the Modern sets can be used for the Modern format of the game. Um, but we're looking at this at a Commander standpoint. Because it helps Commander a ton, too. Because it's just extra cards, really. Um, but yeah, so Modern, Modern Horizons 2 is a, sec, is a second set. So, ugh, let me get this out. Modern Horizons 1 happened before Commander Legends. It rotated out. Commander Legends came back, came in. So it's hard to find a lot of the Modern Horizons stuff. Commander Legends is going to stay, I think. I don't know if they're still reprinting, but there's plenty of product out there to pick up right now. And then Modern Horizons 2 is going to be that next set in between other sets, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And then the next uh, regular standard set is going to be the Forgotten Realms. Uh, it's D&D Adventures Forgotten Realms is what the full name is. Uh, from what I'm hearing, the rumors are that it is supposed to be a core, like a core set. I don't know how that would be. They usually release core sets in later in the summer, unless they're replacing it, which is possible. I don't fucking know. And it has a lot of the same D&D tropes. Uh, there is a portable whole uh, artifact. Uh, Tiamat is a legendary creature in it. Yep. Um uh, Vorpal Blade is a artifact uh, that you can use, and it does exactly what you think it does. And yeah, so yes, good stuff. Prosperous Innkeeper, and then it, it's a creature card that's a new one. And then they have this, they have um, Power Word Kill, which is an, actually a spell in Dungeons & Dragons. So it'd be cool to see some of those spells come over. I think that's going to be pretty awesome. But I think the thing that they did the best was they put the story, some of the story stuff, on the lands themselves. This is the first time you've seen lands with like fluff word, like fluff written on them. So, though, though I am going to state this for the record, and I'm and I'm transmitting this directly to Wizards R and D and Gavin Verhey, uh, y'all failed, and I just want you to be aware of this. The fact that you have created a card called Bag of Holding and the fact that you did not put the wording on Portable Hole that states that if you exile Bag of Holding with Portable Hole, the game ends in a draw is a flavor fail and you should be ashamed of yourselves. Yeah, because they knew they were putting the set out. They knew they were doing this. <laughs> that, um, that, that is a D&D flavor fail and you should feel bad for yourselves that you did not include this in your set. <sighs> I don't care if you had to jack the goddamn portable hole card up to a mythic to make it so that that actually works out in legitimacy. Cause again, bag of holdings are rare. It's a pretty good one too, for a bulk. Um, and the fact that you didn't do that is, is just the worst. This is the, the, you should be ashamed of yourselves out of everything that you've done positively. This is the goddamn thing that you decide to fuck up on flavor wise. How, 
dare. Shame. Shame. Sure. <laughs> Get the bell. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that's that's the only spoilers for those two sets right now. It's still really early. And we got those spoilers. Well, we knew about them the week I had my surgery. So we're we're only like a week and a half behind on those. But there hasn't been any new ones because I'm literally looking at the site right now. There's no update to it yet. So we'll get we'll keep you guys updated like just like we did for Strixhaven. And yeah. So if you want if you want us to be your new source, stay tuned. Because we got you. We got you. <laughs> Uh, more Watsy news, though. Uh, Watsy is officially ending the Pro League and the the Rivals Yay. League. I don't know about the Rivals League. Pro League, I don't have a problem with. So, um, most people from my like fr- from what I've been gathering lately, really only paid attention to the Grand Prix that were out there um, and the Pro Tour qualifiers, and everyone's saying that they're going to bring back the old pro tour qualifier like tournaments so there will be no like pro league but you're also you're gonna have pro qualifiers so they're still doing some sort of tournament thing they're just not doing it with only pros so you're not gonna see the same names like reed duke and half the cheaters that are fucking out there because they always get caught year after year after year right after the event happens or right after one of their matches because they live stream the fucking matches and they get caught cheating on camera. So you won't, you want to get, you won't get to see as many cheaters anymore is what I'm saying. <laughs> They're still going to be out there. You just won't catch them as much as it won't be the same names. <laughs> Yippee yippee! Yeah, it doesn't affect us any bit because the only time, the only thing that the pro leagues and the grand prix affect are the standard format. And I don't really play standard anymore. I know Drew doesn't play standard at all, and Lando doesn't even play Magic. So, um, yeah, I mean, I still follow standard a little bit just to keep an eye on cards, but we don't really care what the pros are playing or we don't really care what the the decks are so and oddly enough good oddly enough they printed one of the challenge decks that is one of the top decks right now in standard the demir rogues like that's still crushing um crushing standard right now so wizards doesn't care about it either (laughs) Hey, whatever's clever. Right, exactly. But, well, they, they said a few a couple of years ago they were going to be shifting focus to Commander because Commander had more um, commercial appeal. And if you look at a lot of the secret lair stuff, the, a lot of that swag shit ends up being thrown into Commander decks. I'm not saying that Modern doesn't benefit from that kind of stuff because a lot of those reprints are stuff that are usually used in Modern Legacy. But um, if you look at Terrestrial Paper Magic... Uh, I think like a year ago or a, a couple of years ago, um, Star City Games walked away from uh, the vintage format. And shortly after, uh, Channel Fireball did the same because there just wasn't enough um, stock left in those in we... paper magic in those cards to be able to legit to have legitimate um, tournaments anymore. 
So they would either have to start allowing mm -hmm. proxying, which would definitely expand out the, the vintage and uh, legacy format and the black market, or they would just have to completely walk away from it because the, they literally were not having enough people to play those because most people who have those cards in legacy and vintage, they probably already have them graded and they're not playing with them. Yeah, somebody was telling me that I uh, did. We talk about this uh, a couple times ago. Channel Fireball walking away from singles. Uh, no, I don't think we actually talked about it. If we did, I don't remember it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, well, okay, so Channel Fireball is moving away from their own single sales, but they're moving into a marketplace like TCG Player. Okay, so that'll be the, the another one. Yeah. So we'll have two TCG player style marketplaces. We'll have uh, Cool Stuff Inc., uh, Troll and Toad, um, Card Kingdom, and right. you know a slew of other fucking places that sell singles. It's like, is it how, Fireball? How quickly is this going to get saturated? Is the question. I don't know. I can't remember if it was Channel Fireball or Card Kingdom. Fuck. Now you got me confused with Card Kingdom. I don't it know. It was Channel Fireball. I it remember. I Fireball? know what you're talking about. That. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's going to get saturated. It's just, it's honestly ease of selling because I just bought a hollowed fountain from somebody in Hawaii. That's neat. I know. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's, it's a marketplace where I can, instead of trading, cause I fucking hate, unless I'm trading in person, I hate trading over the internet. I just cannot stand it. I would rather sell and then buy what I need. So it just makes it easier. That's why I like TCG player. That's why I sell on TCG player to sell the card, to turn around, to buy the one I actually need. So. Ain't nothing wrong with that, dude. You do no. what you got to do. Exactly. And the best part of having somebody like that is TCG player. <clears throat> I guess they kind of take the responsibility, right? Because if you don't get your shit, they refund your money. So that means they have access to take the money back from the seller. So it's not like you're losing, really losing anything. But obviously, if the car doesn't show up, you kind of have to have tracking. So it just like eBay. But most people that I've dealt with on TCG Player have been real, like reasonable people. Like if it got lost in the mail, you're like, OK, I'll, you know, I'll refund you whatever. Or it came damaged or whatever that, you know, just send it back. They'll send you a new one or they'll work something out with you type thing. Um, so I've never I've. I've never had a problem and I've only ever had one person tell me that they didn't receive their card. And it was like a, a stuff that I had like a bunch of bulk in. So I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's not um, the higher priced cards. There are real, like the people that are buying them. If you're spending like 20, 20 bucks on a card, 20 plus on a card, uh, all those people seem to be like legit people. Like I haven't, I haven't run into a bad person yet. So cool. Yeah. And I usually buy near mint and I usually get what I get. Like I haven't like, I have no complaints anytime I've ordered near mint stuff. And if I put it up as like lightly played, even my own cards, because sometimes when I play with them, I'll put them up as lightly played and people are super surprised at the quality they get. So it's like, you know, you take care of your stuff. People get what they get. You, you know, be an honest person. Everyone's going to be happy. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I just ordered like, I say fifty dollars in cards, so I'll keep you updated once I get them in. I'm gonna start sleeving tomorrow because I think my perfect fits are gonna show up tomorrow, so I can start sleeving what I got. 
And I should have a full mana base. And uh, some of the creatures I want. And then I'm going to start picking up. I'm going to finish. I'm going to try to finish this deck by the end of June, July, I want to say. Okay. So fair enough. That's my goal. I'm setting that goal for myself. Well, I mean, you're still at the recon, so if you ever wanted to actually right. play Commander, you still have a deck. No, exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm that's why I'm saying until the end of July, because otherwise, with everything opening up right now, I'm like, shit, I got to get it finished. But I have the pre the precons, so I'm gonna be using one of those. So <clears throat> one of the ones that I don't have to take cards out of, I guess. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. I think that the Quandrix one is the one I'm not going to have to take cards out of. So everything else, there's like one or two cards that I need to take out of. But we'll see. Not too shabby. Yeah, no. I gotta. I have to like focus on the cards that I need. Like, as much as I like Hull Breacher, Hull Breacher just doesn't fit the aesthetic of the deck. In True. my opinion. So there's no reason for it to go into my deck. <laughs> anyway is that it for tonight guys I, unless we've got something else to talk about yeah no I got nothing I think we're same good. here oh, I was just seeing if, if Lando was back from eating pancakes <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> alright thanks for listening to another fun filled episode you can catch me personally at the Angry Wargamer on Twitter. Catch us on the Facebook and the social media is Angry Wargamer Podcast. We got Drew at Punk Toast and Lando at Ragnarok Night. And don't forget, get yourself a shirt and be the edgelord that you know you should be. <laughs> Remember, stay sexy and go fuck yourself. <laughs>